I have whoever wins this series going to the NBA Finals. Wow. What? Okay. This is Apex Greatness. I am your host, Russell Broderick. <laughs> I like Dario's weird fish hands or whatever. This way. Do we get it? You both got it right. <laughs> <laughs> this way is Dario Albuquerque. Oh, I still got to be <laughs> Off camera is the fairy pod mother, Lindsay Lehman. What is going on? You think we just coordinate it, you know, like us getting it right. But instead, you know, we just like to guess every time. It makes it's not it like they could ask me beforehand or anything like no, that. Yeah, no. exactly. We literally spent. And it's a nice icebreaker for the audience, for any new fans watching, you know. We spent the last 10 minutes to know us. figuring out what we were going to talk about and not at all how we were going to do that. <laughs> but uh, quite around one. Right, yeah. we have we're basically done. We have one more series left to go. We're taping this on Friday, the the night of is it, it's Game Six tonight between Clippers and yes, Game uh, Six Matt, with Dallas up three two. Uh, yeah. and that's it. So every other series here is done. So I just wanted to talk about what some of your guys' favorite moments from Round One was. So I'll start with the Fairy Podmother. Um. Well, I really liked being a little bit right also about the Utah Jazz and how they're actually a good team. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, but I thought it was really cool how they did, like, the no, one game like, off. Why did you start like this? It's unnecessary. <laughs> All right. Um, I like how they did the one game off for Donovan Mitchell, and people were like, oh, why are they doing that? And then he came in for the next four games, and he's, like, pooped on them and talked his shit and was like, this is why we're the one seed. Hello, I'm here. Hey, Donovan Mitchell has a top five all-time playoff scoring performance in his repertoire it was in the bubble so i don't know how much maybe you want to put an asterisk on it maybe you don't but put up 57 points in the bubble that was something that i predicted last year between the nuggets and the jazz i was like i don't know i think the jazz are tough out and now i feel like the opposite about that like i feel like they played the grizzlies and they could not stop john morant and dylan brooks like they had they had to score 140 to win there were a few games where it hit like they, this this series hit the over like every game. It was wild. Uh, I'm just surprised that Lindsay's saying that when they face the eighth seed. Usually, you <laughs> no, but, but you guys were like talking all this shit about the Jazz and how they're oh I don't know how they're gonna do. Da, 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 da. Is Donovan Mitchell like really a superstar? Da, 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 da. Like, yes, sh- yes, yeah, yeah. But not against Memphis. <laughs> That's what we thought they would be possibly going against, you know, like the Lakers or someone. Yeah, but, uh, for real. Yeah, no, for but real. not but but in all seriousness, um it, it it was it was totally we already called that it was extremely disrespectful that they just said Donovan Mitchell not playing the first game. It's fine. We'll we we'll, yeah. be, we'll be fine against them. And then and they really disrespected them because once Donovan Mitchell played, just destroyed their team and 
it was over. Yeah. Also, like, again, it. This is one of those series where you watch stuff and you learn. You learn like, wow, Utah is supposed to have a top five offense and a top five defense. Yeah. And they let the eight seed, they let their best player, run all over their defense in the paint for the most part. Yeah. But do you think that's? I'll ask both of you guys this question, then we'll move on to Dario's favorite moment. But do you think that's more John Morant coming out? Or do you think that's a lack of defense from Utah? Um, it's probably a little mix of both. but um, For sure. That's the cop-out answer. <laughs> my whole thing is I – so in my favorite moment, I'll also reveal this, but – I think next round anyways. Okay. So so it, it's going to ultimately come up to that they're not going to be able to defend I mean, a specific kind of play style. John Morant had the one big game, 47, but the rest of the games, they kept him under 30. Well, let's see. Let's go look at the series highlights really quick. So I just don't think. I mean, you can't. It's hard to say it when they won a game, won a series in five games. You know, so like it, it makes it very difficult to, to just say. But it's it. not. It wasn't just John Morant. It was also Dylan Brooks, who had a little coming out party in in his own right. John Morant, thirty points a game. No, I understand that, but if you look actually at the thing, because of his forty-seven, it brings that average up because he never scored over thirty except for that game. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. That kind of brings up that brings that skews the the um, yeah, game two skews the rest of his statistics. There's only five games in there. But Dylan Brooks also scored 25 points a game on them, and Dylan Brooks, that's a huge increase for that guy from the regular season. That's fair. Who's their defensive anchor though? Who's who's defensive anchor? The Jazz. The Jazz. Go Bear. Okay. And Jonas shot fifty-seven percent, but he was he was in foul trouble often yeah. uh, in this series. That's why he played only thirty-three minutes. Uh, what is personal fouls? Eighteen fouls in five games is what I need math help. Uh, don't ask me to do math. Eighteen fouls in five games. Yeah, uh, that's a little over three, three a game. Three. Yeah, yeah. three. Because yeah, I always saw him on the bench looking uh, pouty. <laughs> I gotta check. But I, I just think – are you checking your math? <laughs> no, you keep on going. Yeah. But, but Dylan, Brooks, Dylan Brooks shot 51%, 40% from three. Uh, and I, this is – what did he average in the regular season? This is my point. I just expected more from there, a Utah team that's been solid defensively on the perimeter and on the interior. So when we go to his points per game. 17 points per game in the regular season. Turn that into 25. That's almost a 10-point increase. Yeah. So, and the 25 points, like, he showed up. He, he was yeah, consistently yeah. there. Yeah. And that's, I was not expecting that from Utah. Uh, uh, like Utah to allow that? Yes. I mean, the whole it's, thing is like. With Mitchell or without Mitchell, they let that happen. Yeah, you can't. He, I mean. To me, it's just hard to to use that as like a, a issue 
with them when they beat a team in five games. Like it, it's like, all right, maybe they had a matchup issue or or something. I mean, and maybe, but the whole thing is like Memphis and the Clippers or Mavs don't really play alike, so it's not. I don't see that being an issue moving forward. Like in terms of that, because the play style of Memphis is not like any other team in the, in the playoffs right now, and it's mainly because they're a bad team. So so it's like so. I feel like they're still gonna. So they would face the winner of Clippers and First. Mavs, right? Yep. So if it's Luca, right? Luca's gonna offer the same problems times a thousand. Oh, I, I think if you're if you're Utah, you got to look at it like we had five guys hit over ten threes so, in the series. So I didn't know and if I we were going to this before. Screw it. So my whole what I think for that, like um, I'm hoping. Yeah. I, it, my mind is telling me the Clippers might extend the series. Yeah. My heart is telling me the Mavs should fuck them up today, and it should be over, and yeah. we should be seeing a Utah Mavs series because. A home team has to win at some point. Yes, yes. And I have whoever wins this series between Utah, I mean, between Mavs and Clippers, Clippers yeah. are going to the NBA Finals. Wow. What? Okay. Yep. So, wasn't, so re- wasn't ready for the hot take. <laughs> this, is my, this is my first. Yeah, you, you need the fire? I got the oh, match. No, the fire oh, is already okay. under your name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotta love Russell's editing. Thank you, Post <laughs> Russell. Appreciate you. Um, so, so, but the reason, and I'm gonna start with this one breakdown Luca is gonna do to Rudy Gobert what he was doing to your man, um, Zubak. Zubak. Whatever. Not yeah. even the same caliber of player, though. Like, I don't think that's a fair comparison in terms of defensive, like, mindset. No, but but in, in, in the whole the strategy where at, at the end of the day, the biggest issue when when with Rudy Gobert on the floor is him having to be extended out on the extended out and opening up the paint, right? Because then that was an issue versus Denver last year, and that's definitely going to be an issue versus the Mavs because we've seen Luca attack that shit like we look we, that's what he was doing with Zubak Zubak was what on the, the Clippers have it's what the Clippers have sucked at in this whole series is uh understanding when to not switch yeah yeah and they switch all they switch every day they switch but, every, and, and I think I think I think he's gonna take advantage of Rudy Gobert get him get him all fucked up and that's gonna fuck up their whole defense right yeah and I don't think Utah could keep up with the scoring with the Mavs well, when it comes to, down to that, and that's what makes me think that they're gonna get I just extended see, and talk about the next series. I but. just don't this see is where, the yeah, mistake okay. being made constantly on the defensive end by the Jazz to not play that right. And also, I also feel like in terms of a matchup, uh, Porzingis is gonna suck if they go up against the Jazz. He's already not great against the Clippers, who defense. And if he was to go against, the Jazz, I feel like Porzingis would be even worse. If I'm Utah. This is how I look at this. This is how I have to look at this, right? In one, two, three, four out of the five games, we put up over 120 points. We destroyed from the three-point line. We had five guys hit over 10 threes, like I said before. We had seven, six guys in double figures for the series. Uh, the ball was moving. There were also multiple guys with high assist numbers. Mike Connolly, Donovan Mitchell doing what their job is in that system. That's what we talked about during the contender contender series is that mm-hmm. they have a system. It runs through 
Ingles, Mitchell, and Connolly. And even Royce O'Neal got in on uh, the – I know he had a good game, at least one solid game during the series. But uh, I bring this up to say that's how they're going to have to look at it going forward. They have to look at it like, okay, if they score, if they score 120 points, we have to put up – we have to be able to score with them. I think that's how they're going to leave this series. What, how I think they should leave the series is what the hell happened to our defense? That's that's how I think they should leave the series. But I think because of the quick turnaround, because uh, well, I guess they're going to have a little bit longer of a turnaround to kind of work on things than everybody else. Yep. Uh, but it's just hard. well, I mean, it's quicker in the sense that you're going to be who you're going to be, um, you know, um, um, focusing on. You don't know yet. You know what yeah. I mean? Any other series, they kind of already know who their matchup is and they're, they're planning for them. They they can't really plan right now. But what that what you were talking about earlier kind of leads into your favorite moment, does it not? Yes. So <laughs> Luca, complete and oh, it's such a shocker, right? Because uh, I've been a Luca cocky to this whole year, but, <laughs> and I'm I'm totally fine with it. I gotta get a jersey though. Um, yeah, you do. Um, so, but um, Luca completely demolishing the Clippers and um, talking shit. Why? The, my favorite part is the talking shit afterwards like that's the that's the part that really roused me up is like he 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 wilded on them last year but he talked some shit but not enough here he's like giving it to everybody he's like Kawhi you want it talking shit to you uh yeah. and and scoring on you too and and it's almost as if like I did not predict that Kawhi Leonard is not a freaking defensive player here we go I, mean, just, I just got since we're talking about takes that we were right on I, I, that's just one all right but whatever so uh, Paul George, oh, you get dick too. It's, it's past the two-minute mark, so I could say that. All right. Um, and then you got Patrick Beverly, the funniest thing, always telling him, like, you're a little baby, boy. You can't see my shoulder. This is my shoulder telling him, like, you're too small. That's what, And I love it. I love Patrick it. Patrick Beverly really hasn't been playing minutes since, like, game one or two. Yeah, because he's been digging them down. It's been Pornhub on live TV. It's not fair. <laughs> Unfortunately. I, the, the, the craziest thing about Luca is post neck injury he's still just like laser beaming these shots into the basket yeah. uh before the neck injury he was literally like you said whoever he got switched on especially if it was crazy ass patrick beverly uh he would literally take them to the hole score in them and then walk down the floor and speak to them yeah. the, the whole the whole fucking uh this whole series Bro, i hope I hope the Mavericks can be the first team to win a home game tonight. Yeah. Sorry, sorry Lindsay. Your Clippers, uh, this has to end. No, I'm, I'm in accordance with you. My yeah, favorite gonna, thing right now besides the Jazz, like I've been enjoying watching Blake Griffin and Chris Paul play playoff basketball. So maybe I was just more of their fan than a Clippers fan. <laughs> maybe. Uh, hey, I had that same thing. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people in our generation do. Fans of players, not teams. Bill Simmons has a huge problem with it, but. At the same time, well, Bill Simmons' bias leads into what he does, though, too. So, whatever. I mean, he's been a huge Boston fan for what forty years now. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's annoying, though. It's a never mind. But fucking, I think, I Um, think that Luca. I don't see. I don't agree with your hot take. I don't think Luca will make the NBA Finals. After being this team, he's gonna already hurt. He's the next. LeBron, J- barring injury, 
he is the next LeBron James. He's going to lead his team, a sucky team that shouldn't really be there, yeah. to the NBA Finals at 22, and he's going to get swept by the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> <laughs> in in a laughably un- non-competitive series. Yes. Yes, but that's going to be – that's going to – and then everybody's going to still be like, KD, you ruined the balance, all this other bullshit. And then every and NBA star at this point man. forward. Yeah, and then everybody – Luca's literally putting the NBA world on notice. There might be another big three that gets created. It's going to be the whole LeBron effect. Same same thing. So, so, you, so you disagree with my hot take, but my whole thing is what, what would Utah do to stop the Mavs? If they if they can continue, it's not Utah. It's not Utah that I'd be worried about in this discussion. Uh, you might be right on that. I'm not saying you are, but you might be right on that. It's not oh, Utah. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah but, we, but we will get there. You, bro, calm down. We t- do, taking it one series at a time. We I, are taking I, one series at a time after the fact, but 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 it's also my favorite moment time. Okay. And my favorite moment. Speaking of being right, I was fucking ten points away from being right. <laughs> I. Once I saw that Compazzo was going to be the starting point guard for the Nuggets, I happen to love Compazzo. I think he's one of the best passers in the league. He can do – he's easily the best flashy passer in the league right now because he does passes that no one else can do. There have been a lot of Euros that have come in that people have said, oh, he's an amazing passer. Oh, they can do this. Like, don't think – first person that comes to my mind, Milos Teodosic. Oh, that random dude that was on the Clippers, right? Yes. <laughs> For the Clippers. Everybody another thought he was classic like Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio, another guy. At least his career was like moderate. But uh Compazzo, fire flash passer. I bring this up to say uh Damian Lillard, I just knew what he had at least one game where he had to completely put the Trailblazers, the entire city of Portland, all of <laughs> Oregon sports on his back. <laughs> and he did that in the fourth quarter in overtime of this game. Are there any other Portland teams? Uh, no, I don't think so. I Maybe no soccer. Maybe WNBA. Soccer? If we're wrong, it'll be on your screen. No big four. Yeah. No baseball, football, hockey, uh, basketball. It's just them. Big four in America, you're saying? Right? Yes. Oh. Uh, but four, you. <laughs> Soccer's like the biggest. But, Lindsay. You want to tell the story of what happened to you when we were watching this game? Uh, I was trying to go to sleep, right? <laughs> and, and it was the first overtime, and it looked like it was put away. It was like halfway through overtime. So there's only, what, two and a half minutes left or some shit? And they were down by like ten, more than ten? They were and down so in I, time. And so, so I went to go to bed because I worked the next fucking morning and all these fucking late West Coast games are killing me right now. And um, mm-hmm. Russell goes, yeah, you should be fine. I, I wake up the next day game. to the fact that they went to double overtime and James dropped 55. But luckily I went to bed thinking the Nuggets won and they did. It didn't, it's not like I woke up to a totally new reality. I just and missed he, Damian Lillard being a fucking amazing. He yeah. had the last 17 points and they were all dumbass shit. Like, incredible level of difficulty to weapon. And he just, like, oh my God. I was so, it was so entertaining. (laughs) I was sitting here. I was like, Lindsay, you could go to bed. They're down nine. It's, they have two minutes left. There's, Dame's not doing this again because he just did this to get them here. Yeah. 
and then he decides, nah, fuck it, threes, threes. It's funny because so I, this was the day of the late the first Lakers blowout, right? The, yeah. um, so, so I remember saying, "Oh, at least I get to go to bed early." And um, and I forgot that there was another game on, which is the Portland Denver game. I go and I I you know turn on my NBA app, and yeah. I see a close game, and I'm like, oh, "Okay, I'll, I'll watch the rest of this." And I just see Dame fucking hitting the craziest shots in the world. And I was just like, oh, thank God I saw this. Yeah. Like, I, 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 was to, like, I was like, oh, nice. I get to watch actual good basketball. When you, when you, well, debatable whether this is quote unquote good basketball. Well, cool basketball. <laughs> well, fun to watch basketball. The other yeah. thing was just pain. Is this strategic like, NBA play? No, but Dame no. is a savage. Yeah. Dame is an absolute savage. Uh, and I just remember texting you when you were like, oh, I can finally go to bed early. I was like, Please turn on turn on the Denver game. Turn on Denver Portland. You will not be upset. Yeah. And oh my God, he was hitting all these threes, and I was like, "This is ridiculous." Yeah. He was ridiculous. So, uh, so this actually, and I, I think I texted you this, but this reminds me a lot of um, Jordan's 60, 63? Okay. Sixty three. The, the only reason is because you get a. You get like a really close game. It goes double overtime. He, you got a guy freaking keeping the team in, hitting really clutch shots at the end, and then they still lose. <laughs> they still lose to a uh, better team, um, a, a, a team that's actually playing as a team versus a guy just trying to take it over. So I love doing this. We did this when uh, Donovan Mitchell scored 57. Uh we look at the leaders. We look at the all-time. The top 10, which I'm sure Dame Lillard is in now. All right, so a couple of more of these are more wins than I thought. But uh, Jordan was a loss. Jordan's 56. No, that's a win. Barely won this. Yeah, oh, that was against Miami. That was we're, getting, we're getting to this. This is in – we got to do Michael Jordan's legacy breakdown uh, and get to these seasons. For, part one is available right now, by the way. Mm. Feel free to check that shit out. Allen Iverson, 55. Jordan, Jesus Christ, Jordan has a lot of these. <laughs> but a lot of these high-scoring uh, performances, it's like they're heroic. And the ones that have happened, I guess, lately, I felt like there were more than there were more losing efforts. But a lot of these are come at the cost of your team and your teammates playing well as well. Because uh, it's like when you think about it in a series kind of um, match. I mean, um, the uh, Elgin Baylor doing it in the NBA Finals. That's the time you got to do that shit. But um, <laughs> because it's over, it's like at this point, what what every game you know these last few games matter. But in terms of doing it in the first round of a playoff mm-hmm. series, it doesn't help for the longevity of your run because you can't really. There's not much you could pick up from that you know, moving forward in, in, in your offense, at least, you're going to be like, oh, I can't just give this guy 50 shots every game, you know? So Nine times out of 10, if you're guys, if you're – the biggest reason why I thought Damian Lillard was going to be able to enter this conversation is because his team wasn't going to help him. That's what gets these guys in this position. Nurkic Especially got uh, – what? Nurkic sure as fuck didn't help fouling out constantly. Oh, I was like, 
I thought you were trying to tell me that Nurkic helped him. I was like, no, what? I was going to say that definitely doesn't help him. The fact that he was oh. like in foul trouble every game. Like, but how? How? Like five fouls a game. Yeah, how's CJ doing that series? I thought he did pretty, pretty good. So let's get that series up. We did. I picked Denver in six. I'm pretty sure most of us picked Denver. Few of us yeah. picked Denver in six. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody had Portland winning the series. Um, so it didn't look like it was going to be Denver in six to begin with, though. No, it didn't. Did, did Denver lose the first two, and then, or the no, they split right. They kept splitting. That's how the series went. They split. I read. Oh yes. Yep. Denver won two and three. That was a fun series. That I like series like that where was, yeah. every game was entertaining. Yeah, exactly. My and we knew that that was gonna be that was one of the series of the of the of the um, first round for sure. But the Clippers um, and Mavs, which has been a pretty good series too, it's been fun. Yeah, well, Clippers and Mavs yeah. is definitely the series of the of the. You think so? I think I don't know. Portland, Portland, and Denver is up there for sure. They oh, have- I'm not saying it's not, but I I think. Clippers and Mavs has been more entertaining. Nick Fox was good too. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's not a, it wasn't as competitive as you'd like it to be. Though. I don't know, but there were still like really good entertaining moments from that all yeah, around. Sure. CJ McCollum, twenty basically twenty one points a game, forty three percent. Yeah, like he did okay, and he he stepped out of bounds at the end of that game <laughs> uh, where Dame had fifty five. I I didn't know why Dame was even giving up the ball. We got it, dude. You're it's it's Dame time. It's you're you're hot at the perfect time. Keep the ball, you fool. Yeah. But they even look thirty four and ten in this season. Yeah, yeah. But like, look so, at that. You saw McCollum has twenty five fouls in six games, and Nurkic has thirty in six games. That's, yeah, that's wild fun. for the two yeah. people that are supposed to be the biggest help for him. Yeah, that's five fouls a game. Yeah, I know that man. Yeah. <laughs> so, because because Russ keeps pushing this narrative. So I need I need to ask the question. Um, so Damian Lillard made had a had a um, Instagram post that Russ will probably put up, um, saying some very <coughs> um, like hidden. It was like hidden words in it. I feel like, and it's kind of like, yo, should I stay here? Subliminals. Yeah, subliminals. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's like, pretty much, should I stay here? Like, yeah. is it? And I, I honestly would never expect Dame to actually leave, based off of everything that I've seen from him, like from this point on, from this point yeah. up to now. Yeah. So, um, I'm I'm curious to see how that's gonna go in the off season and what they're gonna oh, do. Imagine, imagine if he got with like, imagine if because you saw who were the two people in that picture, right? So it was him by himself, and then he swiped over. And I and yes, the the Nuggets beat him, but it's him dapping up Nikola Jokic, right? Always, he's, he's definitely not doing that. Jamal Murray and picks for Dame. That's okay. what they got to do in Denver. That would be awesome. Jamal That's- Murray and picks for Dame, and yeah. the Nuggets will be my favorites out of the West if they were to do that. Because one thing that's getting not talked about in this series is. The Joker was fucking awesome. Yeah. Again, he was awesome. He mm-hmm. rainbow threes, like completely. He he had a pass 
in that uh, in the Damian Lord 55 game in overtime, uh, where he threw it right over some guy's head to the corner, and the guy like just barely got, but it was like it was like the most pinpoint accurate lob pass to to the corner for a three. It'll be on your screen. It was insane. Like he uh, shot 50, 40, 90 as well. Yeah. And you know he took he only made fifteen threes, but still it's more than what we see in uh you know twenty years ago, thirty years ago. <laughs> yeah, we're center. That's almost three. And he's a center, so it's like, I mean, that's why you that's we'll what on the assist for him, but that's okay. Look and he got help. He's just more aggressive. Yeah, true. What one? My most improved player candidate, Michael Porter Jr. Just look at him do things. I'm so proud he of him. He has been very efficient with his. Yeah. Uh, so so I, we we talked about it, and we talked about him being the second guy, and you were ex- what well, we were expecting from him. Yeah. Right? He didn't give me the twenty something, but the last game he definitely put up what thirty. He put up about thirty in the last game. I think so. He was big. So uh, so let's see if if as the playoffs continue, if he's um, uh, twenty six. Yeah. But yeah, he, but he scored. I think he scored his first six threes in the yeah. first quarter. Yeah, it was he like was the so well in the first quarter. It's funny because he was the first player to do that in NBA history. And then, literally an hour later, um, you had Devin Booker do the same exact thing, which is insane. That's the other thing I wanted to get to as yeah. we preview the Nuggets next series. Uh, I'll leave these highlights on. But what do we think about this? Is one of the most even series. I thought Brooklyn and Milwaukee was even. Suns Nuggets is fucking even, dude. There's a lot of matchups at each position that I like. Yeah. Uh, just cool that, ironically, it's both the two threes in each conference. Yeah. But, uh, so I have no idea who I like more, really, in this one. The only worry I have is, is Chris Paul going to be good, like, because I don't know if he's a hundred. He, I'm not. I'm pretty sure he's not a hundred percent. Definitely and, not. And the the thing about Chris Paul is he doesn't get healthier throughout the postseason. Like we just not. So it's just I just feel like it's a recipe for disaster, and that's why that's one of the reasons that if they do go further, like I'm looking at that, I'm paying attention to to is Chris Paul going to be healthy? Because yeah. we see that this team plays completely different when Chris Paul is not there. True. Like they lost, they they got the shit beat out of them um, against with the Lakers when the, the Lakers took the one, the one the one or two games that you guys were totally healthy. Yeah, exactly. But but also Chris Paul was injured. Yeah, you know what I mean. So so it kind of, it was a mix of both. But we saw them look com- like a completely different team without Chris Paul there. Yeah. So I think that that's something to really focus on to, as the playoffs continue. And I I just feel like it's not. There's no way that he's gonna. He's gonna be okay for the for the rest of the playoffs. Is Devin Booker for real? Uh, I think so. You do? It's yeah. looking like it for sure. Is it just because he likes Kobe or <laughs> oh, me? Yeah. What what did I say about him last year? Didn't <laughs> I, say, I I I talked I talked highly about him last year. Yeah. It's just that he had, he's going against my team, so I can't I can't you know I'm not gonna. Hockey. But he he made sure that LeBron cleaned out his locker last night. Yeah, he, like, like, he was like, first quarter, he was like, you guys are done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
pretty much, yeah. Like, the Lakers gave him a nice little punch, and he was just like, fuck all that. Like, yeah, yeah I can hold these six threes. Yeah, I can hold all of this. And he shit. ended up getting ejected to finish this game because of all the shit he was talking. <laughs> At the end of this game, he, uh, him and Jay Crowder, who uh, Jay Crowder runs into the tunnel, but uh, they get, like, last second ejected because LeBron and Booker and all of them are talking shit. Because Booker's mm -hmm. like, and what? And what? Thought so. Nothing. You know, that type of shit. Yeah. It's a weak-ass weak ejection, in my opinion. But uh, that's the kind of guy Devin Booker's got, always been. Even as a rookie, uh, I remember there was an open court uh, that it's a program that NBA TV has. And yep. they did an open court with other young players. And Devin Booker's one of the guys there. And <laughs> they were like, who talks the most trash in the league? And one of the guys looked at Devin and was like, honestly, you're one of the five biggest trash talkers we got, and you're only a rookie. So I don't know what you're going <laughs> to do when you get when we get to be like different in the league. So he's always been this guy. Yeah. I don't know what it is about this era of guys between Luca and Devin Booker and like John Morant Trae and Trey Young. They, they, what they learned from the LeBron era is these guys are too fucking friendly. That's what it, that's what that's what that's the vibe I get from all these guys. It's like, yeah. fuck being nice on the court. I'm coming to murder you. Because I'm just look. I think a lot of these guys are more Kobe fans though than than LeBron fans. May I don't know. Maybe I mean in a, a couple of those cases like Tatum, Booker, yeah. uh, specifically. But it's also their game. Like Booker's game yeah. is very much like Kobe's. Like in terms of like what he's trying to do on the court. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how old is Booker? Is he like, what, 20, what, 25, 23? Something like that? I think so. Luca's favorite player is LeBron, pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. They play literally almost very similar. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, to me, with the Phoenix, with the Suns, I think the Suns, honestly, healthy right now, they probably are the best team in the West, healthy. Um, yeah. But I, I don't. I just don't know if Chris Paul is going to be. I don't. I don't expect Chris Paul to be healthy throughout the whole playoffs, which hinders their chances as they move forward. Like, I don't know if they're going to be. They're still pretty deep, though. Like they have to. They, um, what's that guy's name? Payne. Uh, Cameron Payne. Cameron Payne. Yeah, fabulous series. Yeah, he was making so many freaking threes. And especially considering what we just saw Dame do to the Nuggets. I'm not saying Cameron Payne is going to destroy him like Dame did, but it do, it does make me feel like he'll be able to be as productive going forward. Uh, yeah. If Chris Paul has to be injured, I'm trying to get his series numbers. I just don't. All right, so because they had a hard time with Anthony Davis, right? Anthony Davis, and uh, who 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 do you think right now, or even in the last two years, is better between Anthony Davis and Joker? Joker, but I feel like they have two different play styles. Yeah, but I that's think it's why, that's why that's why you froze me there because I was like, I I was like they play so different. It's yeah. funny because they're both looked at as like guard big men, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? But yeah. it's for two completely yeah. different reasons. But it, yeah, I just don't. So it's it always and it always happens with these guys that freaking shoot in the perimeter and are good at it because it's, it it makes matchup issues. Like at first. At first, with the Lakers, the biggest thing is we couldn't make a three for our lives. 
Right. Too. We were, we were a, a top three point percentage team or whatever, but they we in the regular season and then in the playoffs, we just went to shit. Denver doesn't have as much of that issue. And so they, they played like a little fucking zone pretty much. Like they played a zone for usually like half the game against the Lakers and then started switching up and stuff. So I don't think they can really do that as much um, with, with um, I was about to say the Mavs, um, the Nuggets. Yeah. And I feel like the Joker could take advantage of this team a lot. Here's my question. What does Joker do about what I have highlighted? Yeah, that's that, that's my he thought. Shot eighty. I didn't know that. He shot eighty percent for the series. Yeah, for the series, it was. How many lot. shots did he miss? He missed yeah. nine nine shots or eleven shots. Eleven. Just eleven shots. <laughs> hey, look, I, I I am on front. It was a lot of it was a lot of lobs. Um and Joker can't do anything about that. I know that. So but my whole thing is he's stop. He's not going to keep up with the Joker. I mean... Ooh, I don't know, man. I uh, think that's going to be the interesting part is DeAndre Ayton's not a slouch. And if he comes out and tests Joker on the offensive side, uh, or, well, Joker's on defense, rather, I think that significantly slows down uh, Joker's game. That's what Anthony Davis tried to do a lot uh, in the Nuggets series last year with the healthy Lakers squad. And... I think that's the biggest matchup of the whole series. Obviously, if Devin Booker can go, get to this but, superstar thirty-five and five, right? Yeah, that's, but but Ian isn't the isn't like so. AD would force you to play this guy, huh? I didn't even think Aiden was this guy. This is this. Yeah, six shot is good for sure, but I don't think it's enough to. to and then you gotta. I mean, is Payne gonna average? Oh, I thought that was 23, my bad. Was no, like, but that's when, this is what I wanted to see. So Cameron Payne, in a series where I felt like he played pretty well, still yeah. shot 41%, uh, made threes, like you said, made over 10 threes. Yep. And they had four guys on this team make over 10 threes in the series. He got about a three-point percentage than, than field goal percentage. True. Uh, but I think if they bring the defense, which a lot of these series or a lot of these games were – Relatively low scoring. He played good, def- really good defense. The Lakers yeah. never scored more than the, the, they only had what two games where they scored 109, and everything after yeah. that was under 100. And in comparison to the series that we saw previously, look at the Suns with the winning scores. They won a game scoring 99 points. How often you fucking see that in today's league? Very rarely. You know what I mean? But that, ah, yo, that Lakers they can play. They can play defense on offense, though. It was like and like. Denver is not like that. Like Denver is gonna have a fluent, like flowing offense. Yeah, I, I just, just think that they definitely have match. They definitely have the pieces to match up. Yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be a good series for sure. Yeah, what were you gonna say? One? I don't know. I feel like if Nurkic didn't foul out, like he would, he was getting uh, Jokic tired just like by like playing on him and putting his body on him on offense. And I feel like Aiton could do that too. He just has to stay out of foul trouble. That's what I was about to say. If they if they can do the same thing that uh, if the Nuggets can do the same thing they did to Nurkic, keeping Nurkic in foul trouble and keeping him off the floor, that's that that's going to be uh, a problem for the Suns and DeAndre Ayton. But uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. It'll be interesting if they can get Ayton in big foul trouble. Then I have respect because that's two straight series. That that's how that's your strategy, and you're fucking forcing your will on the other team. That's impressive. Yeah. 
Uh, let's move over to the East, though. So you guys, so do you guys have Phoenix winning that series? Uh, I have that series going to like at least six or seven if everybody's yeah, like had, healthy. I, have, I don't know. I need to see the first. I need to see the first game before I can give you a, a, like a real good analysis. But I'll definitely say that it's gonna go. It's gonna go. Yeah, like Lindsay said, at least six, minimum six. Yeah. If if Chris Paul's injured, it goes. I think Nuggets in five. But really, I, you I really think, think that the the Suns cannot win without Chris Paul? Yes, I don't. Even their coach has not made made it this far at this point. Yeah, like it, you not got only is Chris Paul. Chris Paul. I mean, Chris Paul's went to the Western Conference Finals mm-hmm. once. 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 Yeah, he's Multiple. only made it to a conference finals once. Yeah. How many players in this team have made it past the conference finals? Two? And Jay Crowder. Was Jay Crowder on, in an NBA Finals? Yeah, yeah he, he was, was with the Heat last year. Last year. Yeah. Uh, he, Sarich, no. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think so. Pretty, yeah, pretty not, sure. a lot, not a lot. Not a lot. So it's like, I just don't, I, I feel like what Chris, Chris Paul being injured matters a lot. But either way, I have Nuggets in six or Nuggets in five, one of the two. Does Jay Crowder's defense come into effect at all? Because he bothered the shit out of LeBron. Yeah, but LeBron was hurt. LeBron was hurt. And when he felt good, laying up on his face and like all that shit. Yeah. I mean, against, like, is his defense going to be an issue for who? Michael Porter? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe. I don't know if we're talking about Joker though. Yeah, I don't think he's saying Joker's going to put him in a blender. But I think I think Aiton is a major answer for Joker if Aiton can employ the same strategy that he did in this Lakers series, where he makes that that front. I did not think he was going to be able to do that to the Lakers front court. Now Lakers front court getting banged up by the end of it, but still in that first two or three games when everything was like solid and the Lakers were up two one. Aiton was still dominant, so, and I did not expect that. I expected to use the word he played well, but dominant eighty percent is fucking dominant. I don't care, even if it's lobs, you don't but see that at all. Yeah, but that's, I mean, it's DeAndre Jordan all over again, but with better defense. DeAndre I Jordan mean, never eighty percent in a series. Um, yeah, but he probably only DeAndre had like Jordan ten shots. Seventy percent for a year <laughs> in in field goal percentage. So no, I know. You're you're getting stuck on the wrong point. The point being, I didn't expect him to do any of that shit. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. I just don't. Is he gonna do the art? Yeah, if I think he can because it's he's the same the guy story. that's gonna make you get to that point. I think I think you're not gonna get that far. Like I, if he's the guy that you're relying on, I think I, I just maybe maybe I'm I'm bugging though, but I feel like I feel like though it's it's hard for me to look at a team. And not think about what they're doing this second, especially once it gets to be playoff time. Because as we know about the regular season, it it changes. The pace changes. Yep. The the the, the mentality, like what teams are actually fucking doing on the court, changes. So I'm just looking at literally what I've seen from the first round and making my impressions off of that. Yeah. Well, that's, that's so that's fun. that's why I, I'm saying what I'm saying about DeAndre. Maybe he ends up. Uh, shooting only 50%. If he shoots 50%, that's going to be a lot. That's good for him, but that's a lot uh, less production for the I just think I just, I just think if he does that 80% but scoring 22 points, 23, like a little, you, you have to, 
if you put a little bit more in, I think it's going to be more effective in this series because I think you got a guy, you got two guys. So what you got? You got um, Michael Porter Jr. is averaging, what, 19 points? And, yeah, 19. And Joker is averaging 33. You had in the other series, you had a guy that was not there for two games of the series. Um, and he was averaging, what, like 25, 20-something points? LeBron was at his – this was his worst series since – his um Anthony Davis seventeen points forty percent shooting. Is that right? It's, it's as correct as it is because Anthony Davis really wait, wait wait what did LeBron average? LeBron averaged. Imagine because I had I think I had twenty three eight and nine. Damn, I was close or twenty four eight and nine. Anthony Davis's uh, average is probably being brought down by that last game where he was in for like a few minutes and scored no points. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would imagine. But uh, are we good to move on to the East? I think yeah. so. Because I wanted to talk about uh, how fucking much I love the New York Knicks. Uh, the Knicks or the just just when I just when I want to root for the Knicks, just when I decide. That it's okay to like cheer for the Knicks, and like you can you can want the Knicks to win, Russell. Like you don't have to always say that the Knicks are a horrible franchise and that they might be the worst organization in all of sports, and that they consistently fail on a level that's completely ridiculous at this time. You don't have to do that. You can just root for them and want them to win. It's New York. What the fuck happened? Fucking Trey Young. Decided to say, hey, yeah, that's what happened. Remember me? <laughs> the guy you shat on for two years now? <laughs> Fucking, look, that's, he's doing this to me. Essentially me. Yeah. <laughs> the Knicks were supposed to have the best, one of the five best defenses in the league. And I just thought, much like what happened with the Suns and the Lakers, that the pace would slow down, the point totals would come down, that would benefit New York. Yeah. Yep. And the whole, and, and they played. They played a half court game too. Like that's how they played. So it was like you play like a playoff team. So you should do well. Second Crazy. thing, second thing, I expected Julius Randle to average thirty for this series, legitimately, because yeah. he averaged forty during the regular season against them. But and that goes back to our point that regular season but even even this regular season like benefited that point more too. Like yeah. they had more two-game series and shit like that, which is, all right, but keep on. I have no, a no, question. But, yeah, go. So my concern with Trey Young was, like, his inefficiency. I feel like he shot better in this series than he did in the regular season, which is weird. Normally people, I like, really shoot worse. I really wanted to look at that. I yeah, that, that was, yeah, I was going to get to that, but. Because that's what I was worried about, was, like, even if the Knicks don't play well, they play good defense, and he's not that efficient of a shooter. So I was worried that they just weren't going to be able to score enough. Russ, play back the tape. What did we ask him for? We they, asked him for this. This yeah. is what we said. We said, oh, that he guy still shot the same percentage. It feels like 44%. Well, I swear for the first like three or four games, he was shooting like 48, 49. Yeah. 29 and 10 from, but it, it's not, it wasn't just him. John Collins played really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clint Capella, a sexy double double. 10 points, 13 rebounds, two blocks a game. Uh, shot 66%. Like, the team is the, basically 
everything that uh, uh, Nate McMillan has instilled in them. And it's got like, they're running it to a T here. And I'm just very surprised that Thibodeau got fucking exposed. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to ask you, Russ, because I know you mentioned it early in the season. Yeah. We never, we kind of mentioned it as we kept on going, but was Thibodeau, because of Thibodeau's methods of, you know, wanting to play these guys every game, ton of minutes, um, did they tire out? Because Julius Randle played like a completely different player. Yeah, what the hell? What was that? That doesn't really like. And he didn't seem like that kind of guy. Either. It's just like I don't know if he was just. Go tired. Down. Scroll down. What happened? Scroll down because I want to see Randle's numbers. Yeah, eighteen points a game from a guy who was averaging twenty-four. He shot thirty percent for the series. Yeah. The Hawks made a concerted effort to say. If you're going to take the shots, we're going to make it really fucking difficult for you. And a third of his shots were, were threes. Like, so that means he was settling for at least a third of his shots. Yeah. But you also got to realize this is the same guy who, when he put up those 40-point performances, hit over five threes both times. So yeah. maybe that was part of the maybe that was part of the strategy going in. I don't know. But he was, he was just – this is one of the – for a guy who ironically just won most improved player. Yeah. I feel bad. I feel bad for him because yeah. I don't and know this, what. This is the cut. We got to be cutthroat, cut man. We got to call it as it is. All right? He wasn't ready for the moment. Yeah. So my, my whole thing is there were so <laughs> many. Yeah, we got to do it. Exactly. I hate you. Huh? I hate you so much. Why? Why you, Lindsay? Why? What Why? did I do? I was I'm right. Like, he could be good, and he had a good season. TV words. But he was not ready for the moment, man. Oh, I didn't even think about that. He didn't even have to. You know how many times he drove the basketball and just – and he was looking to pass. He was being very passive, just like like the things we criticize LeBron for, like kind of just dribbling and looking for the pass over your shot when – He's he's a guy that could bully these motherfuckers. We saw him do it in the season tw- in the regular season twice. Here's my thing: he still shot more threes and more field goals than everybody for the series. So how? I, I mean, Derrick Rose was playing really well. Uh, he almost got back to where he was pre-injury, like twenty. If this had got to like seven, maybe he would have been. You know what I mean? But for, shooting forty-seven percent, almost forty-eight percent for D Rose. He was playing really well. The only reason they got one win was because Thibodeau said, Derrick Rose, you're playing the rest of the second half in game two, right? That was the game they won? Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I feel like if you're the Knicks, you have now built something where stars may feel more comfortable coming to you. Yep. This this does the same thing the Nets did. Yeah, a couple of years. yeah. Yep. correct. But then the Nets completely got rid of every single thing that made them like that once they got the stars. So they kept Joe Harris. <laughs> That's it. Outside of Joe Harris, they got rid of everybody, including the coach that got them there. Well, technically Dunwoody is still there, but he's Oh injured. right, he's injured. So they kept him and Joe Harris. There you go. Two people. Uh but do you like Atlanta going into uh a matchup against Philadelphia without Joel Embiid? Oh, if Joel Embiid is like out for the series, yeah, um, I think Atlanta has a chance of winning in in six. Okay, 
Um, six. Yeah, I I wouldn't say five. I think yeah. I think Philly plays really good defense, and um, but if 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 Embiid plays at any point in the series, I got Philly in six. So here's here's my main thing that I'm that I don't I don't I, tell me what I'm missing. I might have said this to you off like when I texted you, but yeah, tell me what I'm missing here. Who the fuck is guarding Ben Simmons on the Hawks at all? Like Ben Simmons should average 18, 10, and 8 in this series against Atlanta. The pace is going to be up and no Joel Embiid, which means it's a super highway to the lane and the basket. And he should be doing shit like that all series. Yeah. And he's completely – this is the thing. I know that he's not – I've heard this a lot on television lately. You know, he's not a natural scorer, but he is an alpha male. And I've seen him be that on the court without Joel Embiid. It's a guy who recognizes the situation and understands what his team needs. And this is a guy who's dropped 40 against Utah because they needed it. In a similar – I get Utah was doing similar shit. This is the I point know, that man, I understand. I what alpha male means. <laughs> no, but, like, I know what, what it I means, saying. but I didn't know what it no. meant in this context. Like, I was confused by the verbiage. That's what I was trying to give you, the context. I'm not going to oh, give you okay. 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 All right. I thought you I'm meant like, like, oh, this is what Alpha Male means and you were giving us the definition. Why would like, I do that? What am I? <laughs> when have I ever come up on this show as smart? <laughs> Anyways, uh, I think Ben Simmons completely capable of leading the Sixers to a five-game victory over Atlanta. I really believe that. Do you really mm-hmm. think Trey Young is going to keep this up? Genuinely. If Ben Simmons is just like, I got you for the series. Let me hug you, buddy. It's <laughs> well, over. That, like, yeah, that, 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 that's, I'm assuming that's going to be an adjustment. That's not going to be autom- That's not going to be the first thing made done. Um, they they're going to probably fill it out at first. But maybe, um, maybe, yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, shit. What was I? Gonna, I was just going to tell you something. Um, so my whole thing is Clint Capella will make Ben Simmons's life harder if he tries to just drive to the basket and stuff like that. So that's why. It gets a. That's why I I gave it. A, I could see some issues and resistance. Um, I can't. I could see Philly winning, but I just don't see them winning in five. If they if um they don't have Joel Embiid, if they do, I mean if they don't, I could still see them winning maybe in six seven. Um, but I think it's a longer series because of that though. I, I just think to ask Trey Young to do what he did in the Garden and for a whole series when we've really only seen it in this one series, I'm still a skeptic. If he can beat Philadelphia, a team that's got a shit ton of perimeter defense, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I Look, I said the same thing against the Knicks, and the Knicks just disappointed the shit out of me. Could Philly do the same thing? Yes, they're coached by Doc Rivers. So, of course, they could. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know, dude. I want... I want this for Philadelphia. I want this. I want Ben Simmons to do to put if he could get to 18 points a game, I think he'll be unstoppable. I really believe that. What I love though, like I I agree. I do want Philly is what is my original pick to go to the NBA Finals. So, so I I want that too. So I'm I'm rooting for what you're rooting for. But 
tell me it wouldn't be so much nicer to have a new villain in Trey Young. <laughs> what if Trey Young, if Trey Young beats both of these teams, the, the way North he East, did it, the whole Northeast, he will not be welcome in the entire Northeast. Bro, literally, if he does it the same way he's he did it, like against the next, he'll be the most hated. Like, he, he, like he'll be looked at as a villain easily. From from that point on, for now, the rest you know of what it'll be, you know what it'll be. What? It'll be either that, or and please remember, I said this if this happens, or he'll be beloved because he has to play against those Nets, and nobody likes those Nets. And I think he'll they'll be like Trey Young gonna go for thirty five a game against Brooklyn. Let's go, Trey. Yeah, he's and definitely he'll be like the miracle story, the Cinderella story. I think it'll go positive more than negative. Because I think, I think much like you and me, outside of the goons in the city who hang out with Spider Cuz, that video will be on your screen. Outside of that, uh, the the only people that weren't happy about the the Trey Young talking shit uh, was nobody. That was it. The only people were the New Yorkers. Everyone, yeah. you, me, fucking everyone else in America, loved watching Trey Young beat up on New Yorkers. I just feel like he'll be such a villain, like. But like, how can he be a villain if he's liked? I don't know. I, I get, I'm a, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's just, it's just like you, the team that you expected to go far and like wanted to see go far. Like he just said, nah, fuck y'all niggas, man. Honestly, I, if Trey Young were to talk shit to first Knicks and Knicks fans, which are like really crazy, like passionate, crazy fan base, and then go to yeah. Philly and talk shit. Especially to a team like Embiid, who loves to talk shit, I would respect that kid so fucking. And much. if he goes back to Brooklyn, I mean, it most likely he's gonna go back to Milwaukee, and he's gonna be talking to like. Oh, here we go. Uh, What's next. Yeah, but, but um, <laughs> but he, he's most likely if he does that, he's gonna be the man. What if he wins a chip? That'll be. <laughs> <laughs> now we're just going really far with this. Yeah, I'm just like, yo, this guy, I'll build a legacy. Such a legacy. Um, yeah, yeah, if it's Hawks, Mavs, Dario in the fucking finals. Oh, the- yeah, that'll be so fun for Luca. Story- <laughs> <laughs> That's where your fandom ends. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, my, I want Trey Young to end now. I'm, I'm, rooting, <laughs> I'm rooting for Philly, bro. I've been rooting against them the whole way. I'm not switching up. Last Against the Nets, I'm not <laughs> I'm not rooting for him there either. I like but I think, I think Trey Young... Uh, will be like this huge baby fit. Well, let me actually, this is why I think you feel this way. You are the type of person that thinks Steph Curry is a villain or was a villain because you no. were a fan of him and it was you against the world. Like it's you being that type of person. No, I, I thought KD was the villain in that case. Yeah. I mean, he didn't, that's what I was about to tell you. He didn't get to become a Steph Curry. When Steph Curry pooped on the court with Kevin Durant after he hit that shot, uh, that was him at his highest level of villain. But before they got KD, when he was making all the threes yeah, he was, and shit. He was the ill baby face. He was yeah. so over. Yeah, they were talking about freaking freaking him over LeBron. And I was like, yo, yeah. you guys are drunk. I think Trey Young. I love watching him. But- if Trey Young makes it to the conference finals, I think people will start going, who's better, Trey or Steph? And you'll you hear know that, what? Uh, I, I have a totally different perspective on Steph Curry's career. Maybe it's because I was covering But he's always been a shit talker, even before Durant. That dude, when yeah. he was like, when the Splash Brothers first started and they were getting hot. He talked the most shit every game. When he hit the three on OKC, you don't remember he did the little dance in this. Burning. What? Yeah, I know he's been. Yeah. People act like just act like it's different. It's not all KD. Like KD don't probably didn't help. But... Fandom. I need a I need a jersey of him too. I gotta get a jersey of all the people I like. Speaking 
of Kevin Durant. Oh yeah. We have one more. We have one more series to do, right? Yes. And that is the Milwaukee Bucks, who conquered one of their demons in this round one, right? Slaughter. Yes. yes. Swept the Miami Heat. Beat the living shit out of them. I was so skeptical. <laughs> I was so skeptical of this. Each blowout, I was like, I don't know, dude. Just seems weak. Jimmy Butler turned into the Jimmy Butler that got me talking shit about him before the bubble. Just completely turned into that passive guy. Like, yeah. oh, man. And then and then they started saying it about Bam Adebayo, which I di- didn't see coming. Yeah. Do you – so so I saw people trying to make excuses about how um, it, it's weird that the Lakers and Heat both exited in the first round, and they think that it's because of um, – the shorter time they had to get into the regular season. Do you think that plays any role in this? Well, so, if oh. you, you go even further, you look at the Western, Con- like the conference finalists, the only well, person, who, the only team that's made out of the first round yeah. is the Nuggets. And they're the youngest team out of, uh, well, they're the, they're probably the youngest team that went the furthest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Celtics already had that lingering. In, like Jalen Brown was already injured. Oh yeah, yeah. That didn't for me. That is, yeah. That that's why I don't really. I, true, I think this. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Because I mean, technically, you could say that for the Lakers because they got injuries. You you know they the both their stars during the year got big injuries or whatever that kind of put pulled them out. But I think that was just the the case of this the the current the current current NBA um like um setup right now like these back to backs are like really strenuous on on a player's body I so, just think every team though I feel yeah, like that's what I'm saying yeah will be dictated like this too like going forward look we got Embiid injured right we got uh Mike Conley's got an injury going into the next round uh there's a few guys Chris who Paul. are the Lakers, obviously. Luca, if he if he gets Luka's through, Luca, Luca has his, his neck thing still. Jamal Murray uh, like got injured in the season too, so that's something. But this is all. This is all. Yeah. Uh, I think this all is just about the condensedness. I don't know if that's a word, but the condensed nature. You know, that's a word. No. Uh, <laughs> condensed nature of the NBA season this year. And the wildness of last year in the bubble. Uh, I just think basketball is played at a weird level to where it's the most physical non-contact sport I've ever seen in my life. And guys, like, it's hard. It's a grind. It's a real grind to be playing on this hardwood every single night, back-to-backs. And then the playoffs... You a lot a lot of players say you take the playoffs and you increase it by one point five or two times the intensity. So, uh, I don't know. And also think about how physically big all these guys are. The average NBA height is six foot seven. Yeah. So to answer my own question, I think Milwaukee just fucked them up, and yeah. and it was fuck all that. You want to know why? Because, and it wasn't even it, my my favorite part. Is it was really um, Middleton and um, and my man Drew Holiday that kind of you know Giannis did his thing, but I feel like they because they were such a factor in that series 
yeah. it, it made it so much. It, it, Giannis didn't have to worry about as much as he had to worry about last year. Like there was so much pressure on him last year in that series because he <laughs> had to. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, Eric. Bl- yeah, but that yeah, that's a, that that goes to the point that he didn't have guys that can create their own shots and 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 they were just splashing threes like crazy too. Like they what? were fucking them up. <laughs> Like, you think that in a grudge match, like, you want to be really physical and shit, but it was just so much, like, just three drainage. Like, they just blind them with threes. Like, yeah. they were just putting three water in their eyes, <laughs> anything, because they just get, kept getting splashed with it. So I, I, I felt like the biggest difference was replacing Eric Bledsoe with True Holiday. But let me tell you something. P.J. Tucker, oh, still yeah. relevant. Still not applicable on the stat sheet, but is the smallest center in the NBA, <laughs> and he is a beast. Like that guy, the the Charles Barkley said it repeatedly, and a lot of the NBA the guys on inside said this. But they got dogs now. Yeah, they have guys who can't do exactly what Giannis is doing, but think the same way. Mm-hmm. Like have the mentality of we're gonna make this dirty. We're gonna we're gonna grind this out, like fuck, you know what I mean? Like it, it's a it's a mental endurance test. Mm-hmm. The play. funny thing about and like the way I think of PJ Tucker is like, like so I when I was in college I had to face this like huge six four brolic dude, and and I had to try to guard him and stop him from scoring for sixteen points, and it was the hardest thing that I've ever had to do physically, and. It, like because it was just like so much, it was just drained like crazy, and um, I remember I was tired as hell and I still lost the game, and I feel like that's how PJ Tucker feels every single NBA game, <laughs> and it's just crazy. Well, fortunately, this is the most interesting part about this Nets Bucks series, is I think PJ Tucker will have to guard people that are normal size for him. He won't have to guard like maybe he'll have to guard DeAndre Jordan every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But which is fine. DeAndre Jordan it, hasn't been playing. It's all been Claxton. That's my point. Claxton is easier dimension-wise for uh, PJ yeah. Tucker to guard. Uh, but this is this series. Gonna be a goodie. I want. I want. I don't know who I want to win. <laughs> I, this is this is tough for me because I've I've really enjoyed watching Brooklyn this year, like just as a unit. Yeah. Right, yeah. and I I picked them to win the the finals, yeah. but I love Giannis. He's my yeah. favorite player. He's my favorite player in the league. I yeah. love Giannis so much. And if Giannis can be the difference, and if Giannis can beat this Brooklyn team, uh, he's right back on the trajectory for being a top ten all time player. So I'm pumped. I'm pumped, and he can get to his finals, and then just the the more silencing he can do of Dario, the better. I'm happy about but it. me, yo, <laughs> actually picking him. So, all right. So, for one thing, for one thing, I have Bucks and six. I don't care. It has not changed my mind. It actually made me feel extremely confident seeing what they just did. I thought they were gonna go to six games, six or seven games. I don't remember what I said against the Heat, and they beat the shit out of them. Yeah, you're gonna do. The Heat play better defense than Nets. I don't care what type of shit you're trying to tell me, Russ, with the Nets defense. They cannot stop. They're not going to be. You saw it in person. Yeah, and it was, it was, it looked good going against Jason Tatum. 
Only Jason okay. Tatum. That's who you had to stop. That was the main source. You could they might have they should have just played a box and one, really. And they probably would have done better doing that. But um I don't I do not see them being able to stop Milwaukee consistently as much as Milwaukee would be able to stop them. That's what I'm that's excuse me. That's what I'm interested in seeing. Is right now, I don't think anybody can stop this Brooklyn team in terms of like you have to stop them from scoring 115 or, or more. I don't think that I don't think there's anybody in the whole league that can do it. Because like I said when we did the preview, even if you stop them for 23 seconds, they could still hit a fadeaway three or some insane step back, and more than 50% chance it's gonna go in. Like that's the biggest thing. But that's what you want to do with them. If you can just get them to keep doing that, that's fine. You don't, what you don't want is them to just score in bursts. And um, well, I agree with you. But what what you're when you say things like that, you you make the statement uh, meaning if he takes that crazy shot and he makes it, that's how we'll lose. Oh, we'll got to live with that. But I think that that's how they'll beat people. <laughs> I think. Well, I, do you think they could consistent? So so can we go? Can we go to the Boston um, Brooklyn series? Sure. Like in terms of stats, what you want to see, Celtics or Nets? No, just leave it. At, just you, just the the full games. Okay. So, so Celtic, the Celtics game one was definitely the worst game that Tatum had. Um, yeah. And then moving forward, they they didn't stop. They couldn't stop the Celtics from scoring less than hundred and eight, right, for the rest of the series. Uh, how much? Yeah, two times much, about one, two times basically over one twenty. Yeah, yep, I'm not even, uh, yeah, I wasn't even going to make it that big of a deal. So they probably averaged, what, 115? Between those four games, they averaged, what, 115 points? Uh, There's 112 for the series. That's counting the the one outlier game. So, yeah, let's say we could even go, yeah, let's say 115. Let's say uh, even 112, that's fine. Milwaukee's scoring way more than 112 points. We'll see. That's what I'm not sure of. I don't know that. And they got, I think Drew Holiday can, when you know how you usually have to double one of the three, yeah. I think Drew Holiday could keep up with Kyrie Irving. I uh, see. That's where I'm. That's what I'm. I think this is where it gets interesting, right? Because I think I think Holiday is going to cuff Kyrie. I think he's going to try to take Kyrie out of the series the way he's done to countless All Star guards yep. in his playoff resume. And Kyrie's the type of guy that he'll shoot twenty five shots to get you ten. 10 field goals made. Like, he's going to shoot 40%. Hold on, hold on. I feel like if he feels like he needs to save the day, he gets like that. But he might not feel that way. But hold, hold on. Uh, Kevin Durant, I think you can put Tucker on him. I think you can put Giannis on him, sort of. But you, here's the thing, and the God's honest truth. Kevin Durant, his career, has murked Giannis. It's like, really fucked him up. If we can, Giannis did pretty good on him this year, though. Yeah, I'm going to get the... Actually, I remember that block. He tried to he tried to pull up on Yon. Yon's like, get that shit the fuck out of He was at the end of the game, too. He was like, hold that shit over there, boy. I want to get there. Like these are two guys. These are two guys that have played against each other several times in their career at this point. Yeah. Yeah, but who's yeah. actually guarding Giannis? Yeah, Katie's not guarding Giannis. Oh, I mean, I guess he has guarded Giannis. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, against Golden State, he did. But he was also on Golden State. <laughs> like... So, let me get the results. So Kevin Durant, 
So Giannis, 25, 25, 26, 9 and 5, a steal and a block and a half per game, shooting 50%, even making a three a game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin Durant, 26 points a game. But hold on, when I get six assists, pretty good. Yeah, with six assists. Shooting, making almost three, fifty, almost fifty, forty, ninety. Like I said, much worse. Yeah, huh? But he's shooting much worse than he usually does. Well, from the field, sure. Yeah. But I wanted to get the recent games because look at these recent games. This is where was what I was thinking of in the last few years or last this last season, right? Thirty-four yeah. to thirty for Durant, right? Forty-nine for Giannis, forty-two for KD, yeah. right? Thirty-six. For Giannis, 32 for Durant. Giannis is almost averaging 40 against them. Yeah, so that's why a lot of people think that um, Giannis is going to be able to get this done. Let's see if I can zoom in a little bit. Other people feel like Milwaukee is going to win the series? Yes. I thought it was just me and Nick Wright all, all alone in our corner. <laughs> I really sure want the Nets Nick to win. Too. Huh? I you want, want the Nets? Yeah, I want the Nets to win. But only Why? because Why? of Blake Griffin. It's really Blake Griffin. only because of Come on. Is that even I, a question? I do that. <laughs> I am as open about that as like so it's so easy to tell. But no, I'm I'm worried about Blake Griffin though, because he was getting into foul trouble trying to guard fucking Jason Tatum. I don't know how he's gonna help he guarding have, Giannis. Yeah, he ain't gonna be dunking like he was looking he was looking all beautiful dunking and shit. Oh, he ain't it was doing so it. cute. I loved Stop it. Playing with us. We out here in Milwaukee straight doning. No one knows what that means, but uh, I'll take I'll take Nets in six. Yep, I already know. But I want my heart wants Bucks in seven. Yo, so I want to remind you don't don't push a narrative, Russ, because you're making it seem like I'm a Giannis hater. Oh, you're not a Giannis hater. Wait, Giannis. Wait till they lose this series. If they lose this series. The real Dario Albuquerque will come out like the real Slim Shady. No, nah, it it all depends on how how it happens. Like like if a if a player is putting up his numbers and and trying his hardest and you just lose a series, even if they lose in seven, you can't get mad at him for for losing the series. It depends on how it's done. You you yeah, always say it. I want key. context to it. Last year it looked bad for Giannis, but I was rooted for him on the as it was happening. Like that's my. I, that's why I get confused. I'm like, what makes you feel like I'm a hater? Like I'm really <laughs> your guy. Like I. But uh, give me your last thing, each of us. Uh, Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals, and then we're out of here. Who we think? Yeah. Oh my my um my Eastern Conference Finals is Philadelphia versus the Bucks. Okay. And I have Philly winning. My Western Conference is Luka Doncic and uh, <laughs> the Dallas Mavericks. The Dallas Lucas. Yeah, Dallas Lucas versus the Denver Nuggets and Dallas winning in a remarkable seven-game series. Lindsay, what do you got? Okay, so for the East, I'm going to go Sixers and Nets. And, uh, again, my bias for Blake Griffin would want me to have the Nets winning, even though I love Joel Embiid. But I feel like Blake Griffin has less time to win than him. Um, And then for the West, I'm going to go with uh, Jazz Nuggets. Yeah. 
because I'm still worried about Chris Paul's shoulder. Who you got winning from from Jazz Nugget? Uh, Jazz. I, I could love see. It. I could see a Jazz Nets finals. Oh, and people get smoked. Then the Nets. Then everybody's gonna be like, "Damn, yo." Yeah, I'll be like that for sure. Everybody's gonna be like, "This is not fair." Because yeah. it's not gonna be fair. <laughs> Rudy Gobert's gonna have to guard KD. What a nightmare! Ooh, can, can we get into that? No, we can't. We no, probably shouldn't. No, this is it. This is the last thing. Fuck, man! Come on, I want to get into that. Bro. No, fuck that. <laughs> gotta do. We got other shit to do today. Fucking, okay. I'm taking the 76ers and nah. You know what? I'm taking no. I'm taking the 76ers and I'm taking the uh, Brooklyn Nets. But if my heart, kiss, kiss, kiss. if my heart gets, no, no, I don't want to. Nope, we don't, we don't need to hear all no, that. No, you said the Nets, it's over. Now go to the West. Nope, nope, yeah, don't, don't go with your heart, man. I always do, and it usually leads to bad things happening. Yeah, uh, I'll look you over your mind, and let's see where that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Typically, not much better. Where's? Let me, let me take. I'll take Phoenix. I think Phoenix gets it done. Uh. And I'll I'll put them against Utah, and I'll take Phoenix out of that matchup, and then I'll it'll be a Phoenix Brooklyn. Uh, but we wow. all, I mean, so you guys both don't believe in the Mavs. Are you serious? <laughs> I don't think the Mavs. the Mavs would beat the Jazz. If Luca, if Luca gets if Luca gets to the finals, he'll literally get there dragging his body, like to the like. In a in a half zipped up body bag, there's no way. Got He's just too hurt. That's the main thing. And Chris Stapps isn't Nick's Chris Stapps. Otherwise, I would feel a lot more confident. If if in the second round, uh, hopefully the Clippers lose tonight. But if in the second <laughs> round the Mavericks get New York Chris Stapps, then we can have that discussion after that. So what what are what is our West looking like if the Clippers win tonight? Uh, well, if Clippers win this series. I still take Jazz. Yeah, I would take. You got Jazz. Yeah, I got I got Clippers going to the NBA Finals. You that's that. How does that feel coming out of your mouth? Doesn't it like it pains you, right? No, I'm fine. I, I want to see. And no, time out. I, I gotta go further. Wait, time out. We got it. Clippers going to the NBA Finals. It froze for a second, so you're gonna want to repeat that. The team to beat the Clippers, I have to beat right now. That's the team that they had to be most worried about. Wow, that's yeah, we could Come do on. another. We could do another hour on that alone. But yeah. no, uh, I agree that the Clippers made a mistake by wanting the Mavs as their. First that's option. fine, and they, if they come, if they switch it up. They go into the NBA Finals, and you're about to be a champion. And Lindsay, me and you get to talk to each other now. Like, we could actually have one-on-one conversations. I don't talk to non-champions. <laughs> like, that's why. I just don't see them. I just that's really why I don't see Russ, That's why I could call Russell and talk to him during lunch because he's a Celtics fan. Like, we champions. I'm only on let, – let me explain something. Barry, let me explain something to you. I'm only a Celtics fan when it's convenient. Let's make yeah, something well, very That was, that was before, before when he wasn't like that. Kevin Garnett used to I make can't me believe. Call you yet. And be like, yo, what's good, Lindsay? Because you don't, you're not a champion yet, Lindsay. Did I ever but, tell you who my favorite historical player is? I know who, who it is. Who? Magic Johnson. Oh, there we go. Okay, cool. Yeah, you th- you think I don't know you? But 
Uh, <laughs> that is our round one wrap up. We will do another update after the semifinals. I'm Russell Broderick. That's Dario Albuquerque. Beautiful, guys. Beautiful. Poetry in motion. Off camera is the Fairy Palma Lindsay Lehman. And we are saying peace.